What's up, folks? My name's Justin Kana. Welcome to another Intermezzo episode. This video slash podcast is for the day that you get just destroyed at work by someone. Maybe it's your boss, maybe it's your sous chef, maybe it's that person that's on the station that's just one level higher than you on the kitchen hierarchy. They went off on you, maybe they yelled, maybe they were passive aggressively talking to you, maybe they just threw you completely under the bus. But it was because of something you did. You're frustrated, you're upset. You don't know why they would do such a thing. Yes, you made a mistake, but to you, they blew it way out of proportion. And I've absolutely been there. I know exactly how it feels and it sucks, right? Let me tell you how I realized why these volcano explosions happen and how you can reframe them so they don't sting so bad. So back in high school in my little deadbeat town in Wisconsin, my day was broken up into eight segments that we called them hours. And so you would have seven hours of classes and then one class that was free to yourself. It was called study hall. And in this study hall, you kind of had semi free reign into what you wanted to do. You could meet with other classmates, you could catch up on homework, whatever. But for this study hall hour, there was this kind of mini cafeteria in my high school where all of us kids would hang out. Now for everyone who knows what it's like in high school, you can't put a bunch of high school kids in an area together unsupervised and come back to anything that you're proud of. So there was this guy who would oversee all of the kids. He would make sure no one was harassing or bullying anyone. No one was doing drugs, just making sure everyone was behaving. And his name was Mr. Hunt. Now, Mr. Hunt thought he had the best job ever. He was basically a functioning faculty member of the school, but he didn't have to do any teaching. He basically just had to supervise high school kids during the laziest hour of their day. It's pretty cool, right? On the first day of every new semester, he would walk around the study hall and he would sit down with every single table where you were chilling with your friends and he would say now I want you all to know that I only have one rule and that rule is don't make me look like an idiot we'd all just be like all right Mr. Hunt and then he would get up and walk away that was it we could make paper airplanes bring in snacks go to the gas station and get as much Mountain Dew as we wanted it was awesome as long as he didn't get yelled at from the upper school management about us doing stupid stuff we're all good now I personally wasn't a badass I wasn't the misbehaving student I followed all of the rules flash forward to when I started in the culinary industry I remember thinking to myself when I started in these kitchens when I would make a mistake when I would mess up when I would overcook a piece of protein or Didn't prep enough of something or I didn't mix the pasta dough just right I would get yelled at and I would think to myself. How can I prevent this? How can I make sure this doesn't happen again? I knew I was gonna mess up again It was the first five years of my career I was gonna have to make mistakes in order to learn But how can I prevent these catastrophic blow-ups from my managers and I thought back to mr. Hunt my only rule is don't make me look like an idiot. And as I started to learn what these kitchen environments were like with the stereotypical ego-driven kitchen manager, I started to realize they weren't mad at me because I overcooked the pasta. They were mad because I made them look like an idiot. If they were my sous chef, that means they answer to the executive chef. And if the executive chef comes up to them and says, hey, how come Justin overcooked that pasta, huh? That makes them seem like an idiot manager. If I ran out of Brussels sprouts on my station, it's not that chef's mad at me for running out of prep. It's that having to tell the server that we have to 86 the Brussels sprout dish makes him look like an idiot. And when you think about it, yeah, you're technically getting yelled at for not having enough prep, but it's in your chef's best interest to have you learn these lessons the hard way because you come out the other side never wanting to run out of Brussels sprouts again because you never want to get yelled at from that chef again. But what I want you to think about today and whenever you revisit this video is whenever you get yelled at, is it because you made that person look like an idiot? Those moments hit us really hard. The knife stabs into that area where we wrap our identity in and the 
twist the proverbial knife. It doesn't feel good. We are hardwired to not like the feeling of people staring at us. I'm currently reading the book Sapiens, and it talks about that in the book. When we used to live in tribes, if people were constantly staring at you, that meant that they didn't trust you, and that meant that you were about to be kicked out of the tribe. And that would mean that you would have to survive on your own, and you probably wouldn't make it out alive. As these social beings, we're configured to strive towards acceptance, and being looked at as an idiot is the opposite of that. It's literally human nature. So if there is a takeaway from this episode, I hope it's that you can't control how people are going to react. Every manager is different, not everyone is this Gordon Ramsay explosion screaming style chef. You're sending shit and you're trying to get away with it. Now I'm ready for an argument. But deep down, if something that you did made that person look like an idiot, that might be why they blew up at you. Hopefully this insight will give you a little bit of empathy. You won't hold a grudge against them for yelling at you. You'll be able to forgive them because what you did hurt their ego. It tarnished their reputation. It's more than just you breaking the Bernays. Now let's flip the coin. Say you're a kitchen manager, a sous chef, a leader. How do you give your employees a better work environment? I certainly had to deal with it when I became a sous chef, but that's another intermezzo episode. Thanks for listening and or watching. My name is Justin Kana. Have a good one.